Hello, everybody. It is your host, Patricia Tomlinson from The Dialogue. I want to welcome you to this evening's broadcast. It's really interesting that I have been doing a series about depression and I have interviewed, I want to say, two or three women. Um, however, today, the one that I actually was going to interview, God had a specific plan in mind, which means that he divinely intervened and actually changed the content of what I'm actually going to recording, be recording and talking about today. And it is so important that I get this information to you because I think it's going to change the way that we look at the, the generation underneath this. Okay. So many of you know, I've been podcasting about depression in honor of next month, October, which is National Depression and Mental Health Awareness Month, where you can actually go and get screened if you are someone that is battling with depression. And so I've been interviewing different people that have overcome depression by any means, whether it was through spirituality. Many of them are faith-based believers. Some of them have actually overcome depression by just utilizing different skills of coming away from people, changing their environment, changing the content that they watch on TV and or music. Or simply just realizing the deep root of what they needed was that a lot of them needed healing and that a lot of them said that they needed Jesus. Of course, we know that that is the answer to a lot of problems today. And so you can check out those podcasts on the dialogue, which is available on Anchor, Spotify, Google and Apple, as well as I believe Comcast and Stitcher. So today um, the content got switched today. Okay, so the logo for this podcast is called Healing souls one conversation at a time. So that is the objective of when you come to the dialogue. I'm going to talk to you. No, we're not face to face. However, you're going to be able to listen to the content and the information that God gives to me. I'm going to share it with you in hopes that you go and share it with another person. So no matter if we're with each other or not, we are dialoguing. We are talking. Also for this segment, I have my little guest host with me, which is my daughter. So it's kind of important for the content that I'm going to be releasing as of today. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just get started. Okay, so this wasn't inspired by something that actually recently just happened, per se, of content that I watched on TV, more so of something that actually took place today. But over the weekend, I got an opportunity to see T.D. Jakes pass the baton of Woman Thou Are Loose to his daughter, Sarah Jakes. And it was so touching to see him pray over her and empower her. And the truth of it was that he said, it's not because you're my daughter. It's not because you're my flesh and blood. If God didn't tell me that this is something that you're supposed to be doing, I would not be passing this baton to you. And then he said, they're going to make a career out of trying to kill you, kill you, not just mentally, emotionally, or through your reputation, but also physically. And so as I watched it, I was touched to see that she had somebody behind her she stated that when she got pregnant and when she went back to church, that it was very traumatizing for her. But she knew that at one point in her life that her father had her back. And even with that being so, when he passed the baton to her, you can see that he still had her back. And so she is younger than him. She is the next generation. She is coming up after her father with her own anointing and her own calling and own mission to do. However, she still needs someone to run the foreground for her, meaning that's what he's already done. He's given her a blueprint and now he's going to show her how to do it. He's going to go behind her and lift her up. And that is the whole purpose of this podcast. The name of this podcast is called Pass the Baton. And so a couple months ago, I said, you know, I had a lot of friends that were trying to come back around and they were older than me. Because I'm honestly wiser than my years of the age that I actually am. And for some reason, I stopped answering my phone. I stopped communicating with them. I stopped being as available. 
because this is, was the older generation. I felt like, and this is just a moment of honesty, that a lot of women that have been around me or in my circle, I felt like I did not get what I needed from them. Yes, baby. I feel like I didn't get what I needed from them. And so what happened is I felt like they, the baton didn't get passed to me in a proper way. If I could be honest with you, a lot of times in these relationships, it will result in jealousy, envy, competition, intimidation, or a lot of them will actually take credit for what God had did in my life. They were not always there, but when we get around people, they would say, okay, this is my daughter and she's this and she's that and she's this and she's that. But I had just met them, <laughs> which, which means that it wasn't necessarily a problem as them trying to take on that role, but the problem was them trying to portray that they had been in my life forever. That was an issue for me. And so what ultimately happened was... What ultimately happened was these women were taking credit for times that they were not in my life. They were not in my life all the time. Okay. There were intervals that they would come in and they would come out and God would deal with me. A lot of times it would result in me being by myself. And I always wondered, Lord, why am I always by myself? And now it makes sense because he didn't want anybody to take the credit for what he did for me, the wisdom that he gave to me, how he dealt with me at times of the wilderness where I was by myself. He didn't want anybody else to take credit for that. So a lot of times when I would get too comfortable with him or this would take place, he would shut down the relationship. And it was very hurtful because I didn't understand. And then today I felt like the baton was not passed to me properly. However, now I have an opportunity because I have a daughter to pass the baton to her. However, I also had an opportunity today to pass the baton to a very dear woman in my life. This young woman has been in my life probably since she was like 12 or 13 years old. And I never actually noticed that we are actually the same people. Like the way that she was portrayed to me was not in the best light. And I didn't understand why I would always go to bat for this young woman. I didn't understand why I would always go to bat for this young woman. I did not always understand why. It just felt like I understood her. It wasn't that she always talked to me or conveyed things to me. Sometimes people came to me and talked to me about her and concern for her. But it, I didn't understand it just until today. So with that being said, me actually putting a stop to dealing with the women that were older than me was actually the stop of an old ending, which started a new beginning today of me actually being responsible to pass the baton to the next generation of children. Okay. Beautiful part of this situation is that when I went over there, it was just so simple. I asked her like, Hey, have you ate, ate lunch today? She said, no, I decided to take her lunch. We sat there, we talked, we talked about things that I was going through. But the one disclaimer that I want you guys to understand, most people that I talk to that are older than me is like, this generation is wild. They're this, they're that, they're out of control. They don't want any wisdom. That is not true. 
majority of the women that I talk to that are younger than me, they are just like me. They are looking for somebody to tell them and give them wisdom. And give them wisdom about the things that they've gone through. But I'm going to help you understand something. They do not want the fabricated style of us. Meaning that they can sniff through and sense trash, phoniness, fakeness, if you're not real. That's that's not what they want. It's not that they don't want to be mentored. They don't want to sit there and be judged for something that you yourself have done. They want the humble real you okay i've made a mistake i used to do drugs i used to fornicate i used to go to the bar i hopped around from different men and women i was loose i was ratchet i was out here and so what happens is when you help them because it says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and a word of our testimony what happens is you actually go into the depths of their darkness the low places to pull them up and pull them out because you know how it feels to be there okay let me give you this little nugget. Even if you're still there, they still want to know, are you struggling? Are you having issues? Are you having problems? Because ultimately you can go to them and say, hey, what's the problem with us working together? You know, that is what I want this podcast to be about for today. You have to understand that the younger generation needs the older generation and the older generation needs the younger with the older generation, it definitely does require a lot of humility because it's like, I can honestly say that the women that were older than me, their attitude was, who do you think you are? You're younger than me. I've lived more life than you. Who are you to tell me anything? And so a lot of times that caused us to clash because I knew what God was telling me to tell them was accurate. I knew what God was telling me to tell them was accurate. And so the issue was they felt like I was younger, inexperienced, didn't know what I was talking about, but that had nothing to do with it because I still had the spirit of God in me. And it still could have been a teaching and a learning opportunity if they would have took it upon themselves to take it as such. And a lot of those friendships and relationships ended prematurely because I was trying to give, but I didn't feel like I was receiving. And then when I would grow past a circumstance or situation, there was nothing else that we, really we could talk about. We weren't in agreement anymore. And these were some phenomenal, wonderful women. But you also have to understand and think, we are living in a time where opportunities are vast for this generation. Everything is quick, okay? Back in old times, back in the day, Either you were a secretary, you were a teacher, you did clerical, or you worked at AT&T and you did the cell or, or the, the, the phones, you answered the phones. Now, these kids have businesses. They're 14, 15 years old with hundreds of thousands of dollars, money, shoes, cars, clothes, all of that. But they still need wisdom about life. And that's where you come in as the older generation to pass it down. T.D. Jakes is going to be able to help his daughter so much to avoid some of the obstacles that he went through when he first started. That is the whole purpose about taking someone underneath your wing. Like, hey, I've been there. I've done that. That's not going to work. I've been in that type of relationship. It's not going to work. But if you still want to pursue it, I'm still going to be there to pray with you, to share wisdom with you and walk through it with you. I'm not just going to leave you out here to yourself. So when it comes to passing the baton, you always want to understand that 
your responsibility is to give the insight and information that you've learned to the next person. So it can keep going down and trickling down and trickling down. And we don't have a generation of kids out here wandering, looking for love and attention in the wrong places, getting into drugs and habits and sexual orgies and all types of things that they should not be in at the ages of 13, 14, and 15, overdosing at 16 years old. But they're being talked about. They're being talked about because a lot of the older generation has done that same stuff. It just was in secret. And so in order to mentor the next generation, you're going to have to go through a level of exposure yourself. You shouldn't be embarrassed about the things that you do. You own your testimony because you overcome it. A lot of us don't look like what we've been through because God's saving grace has overshadowed us. And we owe it to God to use our testimonies to impact, empower, and enlighten the next generation. If not, we're going to lose them. The devil has it out for them so bad, so bad. And so this is just more of like an outcry for you to look at yourself, to ask yourself, what is my purpose? What has God destined me to do? Who am I supposed to do it with? Who am I supposed to serve with it and get on with the show? So today's podcast is going to be really brief. I don't want to hold my daughter up too much longer, but it's about serving. It's about service. Okay. So just remember to pass the baton, your legacy, what people think about you after you pass away. And the last thing is I got the wonderful privilege. Um, for some reason, they always call me and my family to read uh, the poems at the funeral, 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 or actually make them. And at this opportunity, During this opportunity, my uncle had passed away and it was really sad because he was a wonderful man. He was a man of God. He changed his life around and all he wanted was for our family to get back together. And ultimately, when he passed, they asked me to read the poem and it was called The Dash. And I want to challenge a lot of you to go and read that poem. It is available if you just simply go to the internet and type in poem The Dash. It's going to come up. And if you want to send me a message or even just send me a message about the content that I just talked about. You're more than welcome. Um, make sure that you go ahead and follow and subscribe to the podcast so that you can get the next broadcast and episodes that are coming up. After today, I'm going to definitely continue with the episodes for depression. It's called The Depth of Depression, part one, part two, and part three. So with part one, I went ahead and detailed my issue with depression, and then I've been interviewing women that have also done so. So thank you so much, you guys, for tuning into the dialogue. I really enjoy bringing this content to you. If you have anything that you want me to talk about or discuss, please just go ahead and email me. You can reach me at patricia.t.pdc1 at gmail.com. I'm also available on Facebook as just Patricia Tomlinson. I'm on TikTok as well. Um, I don't normally do the TikTok, but they got me up there. I did the K Kim, the Kim K challenge. It was so interesting. It was actually kind of fun. But I'm on there as Patricia Tomlinson or the dialogue too, as well as on Instagram. So thank you, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful evening. We'll be back with more content. Have a good one. Diddy, what are you booty doing? Boy, you wouldn't. Come on, I'm done. Ugh. You okay? You got it? The devil, the shima, the girl, oh, oh. Fighting hard.
fighting harder and stronger. Next month, October, which is 